Saturday, the 30th of September. cognitive biases that we all suffer from. Let me explain why. So as leaders, all of your problems are people problems, and this is mostly due to their poor communication skills. We can all get better at communicating, and I include myself in that. This week, a senior colleague got annoyed with me for not turning up to a meeting. To give you some context, the person that I was supposed to be meeting with, I had actually never heard of it before. And secondly, the meeting was at a place and a time I never received an invite for. So it got me thinking about why did he think that I had this knowledge about this event and about this person, when in fact I didn't? Why did he think that he communicated this to me, when in fact he hadn't? So I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole on this this week, and I wanted to share with you my thoughts and my findings. People regularly assume others have knowledge of something just because they do then neglect to transfer that knowledge to them. Somehow we believe our mental model has magically impacted upon others without ever actually communicating it to them. It's actually quite bizarre. In my research, I discovered that this phenomenon has a name. It's called the course of knowledge. I'll give a reference to the Wikipedia entry on this topic in my show notes. But to quote that entry, quote, The course of knowledge is a cognitive bias that occurs when an individual who is communicating with others, fails to disregard information that is only available to themselves, assuming they all share a background and understanding. End quote. So in plain English, it's when somebody knows about something and they assume that others know about that as well, and they fail to communicate that knowledge to the other person because they assume they already know. So there's no need to communicate something to somebody that they already know. Problem is, of course, in this instance, and in many instances, in my career, I didn't know. I've done a bit more research and I found a better definition on a website called thedecisionlab.com and again I will post a link for this in the show notes. Quote, When we know something, it can be hard to imagine what it would be like not knowing that piece of information. In turn, this makes it difficult to share our knowledge because we struggle to understand the other party's state of mind. End quote. I think that's a much better description for me. And what it says to me as well is that part of the problem here is a lack of empathy. Empathy, as we know, is when you can put yourself in the shoes of another. You can feel what they feel, or at least you can try to simulate that in your mind. If you lack empathy, you lack the ability to comprehend what somebody may or may not already know in terms of knowledge. So I can easily see how a lack of empathy can be a contributing factor to this course of knowledge phenomenon. And I think in general, as I'm getting older, I'm getting more and more fascinated with the topic of cognitive bias in general. We all suffer with some form of bias, including myself, including you, including everybody you know. We all have bias and we all have blind spots in our knowledge. And rather than pretending that we don't, I think it's better to acknowledge that and try to work around it and develop mental frameworks to prevent yourself from falling into these traps. 
especially as leaders, is very important. As leaders, we must become master communicators. And we cannot become that if we are not aware of our own cognitive bias. And also, we're not aware of the cognitive bias in the audience that we're addressing. So it's almost like we need to become psychologists to some degree. I'm not saying we have to become experts on these topics, but I think we need to acknowledge how people typically process information and how people exchange information. And this is the key to being a good communicator and building effective communication in your team. So it's definitely something that I'm going to explore further in this podcast and um, identify examples um, where I can to try to make these concepts a bit more meaningful. Because sometimes when you read them, they can be a bit abstract. But then when you start to apply them to to your daily life, you realize actually that they have a a lot of value and a lot of insight to offer. So apart from that, um, what else did I do this week? I am still working um, very hard on my grepper.org website, which is my search engine for searching the internet in an unfiltered way. And I'm using a web crawler on the back end called Apache Nutch. And Nutch, I found, has been quite unstable for me, to be frank, uh, throughout the duration of this project and consumes a lot of resources, uh, consumes a lot of disk space and so on. So I've been more or less fighting with Nutch for a few months now and I'm still using it I'm still happy with the quality of the results but the the slowness of the indexer and the the um the lack of kind of um let's say DevOps perspective um that people that the people who developed it took um is kind of disappointing it's it's like something that in theory, it's brilliant, but in reality, when you're running it every day, you're just constantly running into operational issues and like very simple operational issues like, you know, disk space getting consumed by temporary files and those temporary files not being cleaned up afterwards automatically. So I find myself writing a lot of scripts and a lot of crons and putting in place a lot of monitoring just to keep the service up and running. Um, so it's been a bit of a painful experience and I'm getting very close to reaching the conclusion that I should actually just write my own web indexer. Um, apart from that, um, in terms of uh, media that I'm enjoying this week, I'm still reading Diaspora by Greg Egan. Definitely recommend that. Um, it's a fascinating read um, about um, transhumanism and a far future where there's like three forks of humanity uh, you know, one that has remained in, in, in bodies called fleshers, um, one that has sublimed, if you will, to a, an online existence, and then a third who are kind of a, in a kind of a, let's say, an android or robotic form. It's, um, it's, it's fascinating stuff. It's very, very heady stuff and very philosophical. And Greg being Greg, he goes into a lot of depth on the, um, the mathematics and the, um, the theories behind it um but it's 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 really really good i mean i'm a computer scientist by trade so i kind of get most of it but it's not a trivial read i would not recommend it for anybody who is not coming at it from that deeply technical background but i think greg is definitely one of the best science fiction writers around so i would definitely check out his other work and maybe don't start with diaspora because it is a difficult read Okay, so I will leave it there, guys. I will try to record next Friday. I've been slipping a little bit recently by a day or two on my recordings um, because I've just been so busy with my other work. 
um, but I will try to keep the, the cadence going with Fridays. Um, one day later this week, which is better than last week at least, but um, yeah, let's see how it goes. I'll keep try and keep that rhythm going. I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you spend some time with your family, and I will talk to you next week. Take care. Bye-bye.